Welcome to the Generation Freedom Podcast. I'm Nady, I'm your host, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in Houston, Texas. Since starting my private practice, I realized I wanted a platform to share what I've learned on my journey to finding myself and my own freedom in a way that I can't do in session. So I started this podcast as a way to use my voice and expertise to share how I'm learning to improve my wellness and connection to myself every day. This platform is for you if, like me, you're working towards becoming who you truly want to be and the best version of that person. So expect to hear all things mental health, finding life balance, wellness, and interpersonal relationships. I really hope you enjoy the content on this podcast, but please know that what you hear on this platform is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional. Okay, let's get started. Hey everybody. So I do a lot of reflection at the end of the year. I'm one of those people that whips out my journal and gets my goals together and makes all these plans. I do it every year and I've been planning and prepping for my 2022 goals. And I'm thinking about where I was at the beginning of the year up till now and I'm just realizing there's been a lot of change and there's been quite, you know, an up and down this year, if you will. So I remember I was super energized and motivated and pumped at the beginning of the year. 2020 was over. We thought it was going to be a brand new situation uh, and it wasn't, but I was pumped. I really was. And then burnout immediately after launching my group coaching program for the first time, the Essential Wellness Lab, shout out. So after I launched that program, when I tell you I crashed, when I tell you I crashed, my accountability partners were actually really supportive and the it was super hard. They got me through a lot. So, you know, shout out to my girls, Krista, Sakshi, Joe, Renee, Francesca, my girls, because I really needed those women when it's hard to explain. It was, I was so excited and energized and getting through the program, but then it was like disappointment and exhaustion and brain fog and lack of focus. It it was a lot. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything but see my clients. I couldn't do anything else related to growing my business. I couldn't do anything else to relaunch the coaching program even. I couldn't do anything. So I wanted to talk to you guys, my friends, about how I plan to beat that burnout next year. I want to go hard. I have a lot of goals and a lot of plans, but I don't want it to get out of hand. I don't want my body or my mind to tell me, uh, ma'am sit your ass down. I don't want that. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. This is an episode for you if you're an entrepreneur or if you're a busy side hustler or if you're juggling multiple roles anywhere in your life. Mom, boss, dad, CEO, whatever the case may be. Especially, especially this is an episode for you if you have a strong work ethic that can often be a gift and a curse because I know (laughs) it's a gift and a curse. So let's jump in. 
if you are working from home, a workaholic in general, or especially if you're an entrepreneur, the line between work and personal can get very, very blurry if you have any of these things going on. And in some cases, it can disappear altogether. When you get to the point of pouring every single drop of yourself into your business, you can't tell what's personal, what's regular life, what's work life, at least a burnout. So what I found when I crashed was that the more pressure I was under, the higher my stress level was, which makes sense. The more pressure, more stress. But then the more my body, my mind needed me to give back. So what I mean is I needed to be pouring into me the more stress I got instead of the more stress, the more hustle, the more work. And that that's part of the plan is to change my perspective on the more stressed I get, the more I need to get things ironed out. No, the more stressed I get, I need to make sure I'm focusing more and more on my health and my well-being. Do you get what I'm talking about here? Neglecting myself to do literally everything else. Does that sound familiar? Moms probably know what I'm talking about, right? Neglecting you because you have all these roles and all these hats that you're wearing. I've committed to doing some really amazing things that have worked for me towards the end of 2021 that have got me back on track and motivated again, help cool down the burnout and feel like the boss I want to be, basically. So I want to share those with you. I actually had a young lady write an article for me on my website. So some of this is inspired by her. Her name is Amy Collette of biswell.org. The blog post is called How to Practice Self-Care as a Business Owner. So I will be using some quotes from directly from her article, So here we go. The first tip I want to share with you on how to avoid burnout, prevent burnout, is to clear your mind often, often. Every business has dozens dozens of moving parts, right? And the business owner always has their hands full, keeping track of literally everything all at once. However, when you spread yourself too thin, it's guaranteed to lead to overwhelm, guaranteed to lead to exhaustion. I had to intentionally free up my own mental bandwidth regularly. One way that I've been practicing that is more regular meditations and prayer time, which as you guys know, you already know meditation helps relieve anxiety. I talk about that a lot. It improves the clarity of your mind and your thinking and gives you all the happy feelings as well, like that peace and calm and grounding. But I have decided to dedicate very specific times throughout the week that I meditate. And I even have the notification on my Apple watch, the breathe, I want to say it's like the breathe notification every six hours. I could be getting that wrong, but it definitely pops up on my Apple watch several times a day. And it's only for one minute. I set it to do only one minute where I just take a minute and breathe. So it usually pops up in between sessions. I kind of try to time it so that it's on the off hour and stuff. And it's been really helpful. The other thing that I've done is discontinue long task lists. 
That was hard for me to say. <laughs> Long task lists. Because, I mean, I will say I am one of those people that does a checklist and makes a list every day and has sticky notes everywhere of all the things I need to remember. And I set reminders and I tell Siri to remind me of this and that and the other thing. But what I've decided to do is really limit it to two or three things in a day that I absolutely must do. Like other than working and seeing my clients through my regular eight to five, then I can do two other things. And if it doesn't make sense or I have to be really honest with myself about is this too big of a task to complete today or do I need to say I'll do 10 minutes worth of time on this or 15 minutes or you know whatever makes sense for that day but I have totally taken the whole idea of making a long to-do list that I'm supposed to be checking off all week off the table it's too much it gets very overwhelming a long list is one of the first ways that I can get overwhelmed. So I don't know about you, but you can look, tell me if you look at a long list and you say, dang, that's a lot of stuff. I don't even know where to start. Cause for whatever reason, it doesn't make sense to start at the top, <laughs> right? Like it doesn't make sense to start at the top at all. We just look at the entire thing and we're like, oh my God. So discontinue the long list. And then the third sort of idea around clearing your mind is take full days of breaks. I have also implemented recently taking full days of a break where I don't do anything business related and I don't think about anything business related and I don't make a new list of things that I have to do or have to do next. I may give myself a little leeway for a creative thought and so I'll make a note in my phone or set a reminder. I'll say remind me on Monday to blah, 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 whatever the thing is. But I won't actively get up, walk to my desk, write it down, or get on the computer and do research right then. I, I will not. I'm taking the whole day to break. And that's regularly. So once every couple weeks, guaranteed day. Definitely at least one, try to do two or three. I try to do two or three in a month of just days, Sundays or Mondays that I just don't do anything. So not even not work, not clients, not anything. I don't do anything. I can clean the house. <laughs> I can run my errands and go to the grocery store, but I'm not doing anything business related. What this does is this idea of clearing our minds. I clear my mind. I try to empty it out of anything related to the stuff that is stressing me, this high stakes stuff. So clear your mind often. Number two. Clear your workspace. This is a big one. I'm a moderately organized person. I'm definitely not the cleanest, neat, super strategically swiped down, dusting person in the whole world, but I'm definitely tidy. I definitely can have clutter at the same time, but everything is clean. So I have to be very mindful because I will let things get cluttered and kind of pile up with like books are over here. It's there's some stack of papers over here, that whole thing. So what happens to me is when I'm working, I'm kind of in a mood. I'm kind of catching my groove. I'm in the middle of some, you know, big thing. I'm completing some project. My energy's flowing. The last thing that I'm thinking about is my decor in my office or what's going on on my desk. I'm really not thinking about that. I don't know if you guys can relate to that. 
it's getting started and getting into the groove. That's the hard part. And I just find that if I start my day that I know I want to do a bunch of stuff with having a clean, peaceful, inspiring work environment, I can improve my workflow and decrease my stress immensely. I start off by cleaning everything out, moving things around, wiping the desk down, wiping the keyboard. I have one of those sprays that has a tiny little straw and the can gets really cold that you can spray your keyboard with and remove all the dust. I love those. Those little spray duster cans. Mm, Love those. That's how I try to start, especially at the beginning of the week on a Monday on a day that I'm not seeing clients, but I'm doing a lot of work. Let's just clear the whole space out. No stress. And then for me, another thing is I need a lot of desk space. I'm one of those people. I can't just do a little tiny desk in the corner or a little piece of a table over here. I need a whole desk space. I want to be able to stretch my arms. I want to lean over it. I want my laptop next to my iPad, next to my journal over here and my notes right here I want everything to be spread out so I can see it that's my personal way to have an effective clean inspiring work environment I need that space so for you I would encourage you to figure out what that means do you have enough airflow do you need to be by a window do you need sunlight natural light sometimes can make a huge difference as well as just less clutter What is it for you that makes your workspace the most productive, the most inspiring? Another thing is that I would highly recommend beautifying the space. So not only clean your workspace, but make it more inspirational. And another thing I would recommend doing is changing the workspace a little bit. Again, to add inspiration. So let's say your space is very utilitarian. You just have exactly what you need. And that is all I would recommend add a piece of artwork or some family photos or flowers or whatever makes it can make it a little more beautiful this will add a little bit of i want to be in this room type of a feeling or let's say your workspace is a public party of your home that everyone has access to like you work at the kitchen table for example consider moving your work area into the corner of your bedroom or your guest room If you already work in that space, you know, you're used to maybe not having too much. Just get yourself a cute little corner, tiny little desk, just enough so that you have some difference in privacy or quiet or it's just your corner. Anything that makes it more inspiring, more clean, easier to work in. And definitely if your desk is piled high with junk, take a half an hour and pull it together pull it together, get rid of that junk. All right. It might not even take a half an hour. Take 10 minutes. (laughs) If you're one of those people piled high, I have friends. I know those people. I know y'all got a bunch of junk sitting on that table. Get rid of it right now. Pause this, pause this audio and get rid of some of that. Another thing you can do for a cleaner, more inspiring workspace is to use color pictures like I mentioned earlier and also live plants or fake plants just give yourself a little bit of something extra in the mix that brings joy gives you new ideas and inspires your creativity you could even consider textiles and textures in the room like a nice rug or curtains or pillows 
maybe even some comfortable furniture, like some really comfy furniture to make sure your body is feeling its best with no strain. So if you're sitting at a folding card table or you're sitting at your dining room table all day, consider investing in a real desk chair with a high back, a curved back, or getting yourself an ergonomic keyboard to go with your seven screens. Or if your office is big enough to have a little chair and a little comfy overstuffed chair or a beanbag or meditation pillow, add that to the space. Make it worth, make it make sense. Make it look like a boss's office. Make it look like a workspace that you actually want to work in. Third thing to prevent burnout that I'm going to try next year is to de-stress like a boss bitch de-stress what I mean by that is to be very intentional about my de-stressing so earlier I said to clear your mind often right and what I've been doing is meditation for example but what I mean here about how to de-stress is to make sure that it is on the schedule and I am purposely de-stressing let me explain First of all, do not disturb as your friend, uh, especially when you're getting your nails done or you've decided to take a bath or read a book. Don't try to go get your nails done and then be on the phone, making calls, sending emails, responding to text. Be intentional about your de-stress time. Empty your mind of all your to-dos. Just enjoy the relaxation and what it's meant to be providing for you. So when you take a bath, you can turn your movie on, but put, put that iPad on Do Not Disturb. Read your book with your phone on silent or turn it off. When you take your personal moments, take them with intention and purpose Make your me time a part of the routine as well. Don't just do it when you have time, air quote, when I have time, because you already know what that means. You'll never have time. (laughs) You never have the time. Put it on the calendar or on the schedule. Let people know when you're unavailable. No matter how much your business needs you, you need you. Please hear that. You need you. Whether that be 30 minutes once a week, whether that be every other Sunday, whether it be whatever makes sense, but put it on the schedule. So I hope if you're listening to this, you plan on taking action towards preventing burnout today. A good self-care routine will really leave you feeling well-balanced, energetic, and focused. Don't treat your de-stressing and and your time to yourself as a once in a while kind of treat to reward yourself for your wildly relentless hustle, hustle, hustle work. Think of it as a requirement for your health. And if I want my business to be successful, the longevity of my well-being, think of it as a requirement. It is necessary Burnout is not a badge of honor. You don't get, there are no trophies and rewards for superheroes. Practicing self-care does not make you not committed to your job. It doesn't make you not committed to your family. It means you care so much about the people and the things in your life that you are going to take care of yourself 
so that you can be the best for them, for the business, for the people that work for you. Remember, clearing your head, beautifying your environment, and scheduling and prioritizing your needs, you will be able to be the powerhouse that you want to be. And I'll be right there with you. I will be right there behind you, I promise. Until next time, later y'all.
started.